Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today, we're going to be talking with Chris Smotherman of Hamilton Spine Health and Sport in Dalton. Chris is a manual therapist at Hamilton Spine Health and Sport inside Bradley Wellness Center, 1225 Broderick Drive in Dalton, Georgia. Hamilton Spine and Health is comprised of a multidisciplinary team of manual therapists, a certified performance trainer, and a golf instructor. Today, we're going to be talking about posture. Chris, as a physical therapist, what is it that you do that is different than other physical therapists? By addressing the specific dysfunctions of a joint at its root cause, we can help relieve a lot of pain by retraining the brain and the body to allow a person to stand, walk, bend forward, etc. in proper movement patterns and postures. And our method is unique uh, because it was developed by our mentor, Tom Bores, over 45 years ago and is based on a Dutch philosophy that he acquired in his manual therapy education um, in Amsterdam, Netherlands. Wow, that is something. And he has been doing this for 48 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've learned so much from Tom. Now, let me ask you, so what is bad posture exactly? Well, most people tend to think of good posture as sitting up straight, not slouching or, or not slumping when sitting. While the spine is capable of performing these movements, it's not really good or healthy for our spinal joints to be trained into maintaining an upright, erect posture that we tend to hold all of the time. Uh, more often than not, if we think about it, we find ourselves using our back muscles to sit up straight mm -hmm. when it's not needed, and therefore we end up in a fatigue mindset, and the muscles become overworked, and you know, then it creates pain. We hear a lot about fatigue. Fatigue uh, in other parts of our body, but in our back when it comes to posture. Of course, that is very important and can happen. Now, what is good posture? So good posture is simply being able to find a balance point, so to speak, in sitting or standing where the spine is in a vertically balanced position in standing and when the spine is using minimal muscular effort with freedom of all spinal joint movement. So we call that position in standing vertical balance. Uh, so good posture in sitting is being able to sit either supported like with a backrest or unsupported without a backrest and still allow the spinal joints to be in a fully relaxed state and really move through their full functional range of motion. Got you. Now, all my life I've heard don't lift with your back, lift with your legs. You know, what exactly does that mean and how should we lift? That is true, uh, and it's not true at the same time. We do use our legs a lot to lift, and so the first rule of thumb really is to never lift anything too heavy without assistance. We've all heard that. Yes, but we all do that. Oh, we all do it. I mean, you know. We, we all do that, and sometimes we don't realize <laughs> how heavy it's going to be until we get it up in the air. Yep, and we don't want to hit that point of no return either. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So to use correct body mechanics, the spine as a whole must have all the joints functioning correctly. And so if you think of the spine really as like a bicycle chain, it's, it's one thing, but it has many, many moving parts. And so for the chain to work correctly, all of the links have to move correctly and freely as well. And so it's the same with the spine and its many joints. In our clinic, we use uh, our special manual therapy technique to isolate those joints that aren't working correctly, treat them to correct the movement, and then we retrain the person to lift correctly and more appropriately simply bend forward correctly so that they minimize their risk of injury while lifting. I got you. I understand. Now, there's thousands listening. Uh, of course, this is broadcast over the radio and podcast over the Internet. Uh, so there's so many people that are listening. And this is a good question that 
we all need to know, do we stand or walk enough in life? Do we do that enough? And, and how is this stressful to the back when we're not standing correctly or when we're not walking enough? So many people don't stand or walk in a vertically balanced position, and that's usually due to one or more of those joints, again, becoming dysfunctional over time, repetitive overuse, mechanical stress problems. And so at this point, when the person is unable to stand in a vertically balanced posture, the body compensates by using other joints, other supportive musculature to help keep that person from falling, Mm -hmm. and it eventually creates pain, again, through fatigue and overuse of the backside of your body, your your lumbar muscles, your low back, your hips, your your calf muscles, your hamstrings, a lot of those muscles will try to pull us up um, against gravity. And it just becomes a big problem because, I mean, I like to tell my patients that gravity is undefeated against the human race. (laughs) (laughs) Gravity always wins. That is true. Gravity always wins. Now, you know, someone who has got some age on them, it's got to be tough to retrain them to have proper posture and correct body mechanics. Is that true? Is it hard to retrain? It can be hard to retrain. I mean, in, in life... We do a multitude of things that are not out of a cookie cutter, uh, ready-made box, so to speak. And so we we have situations where we have to put ourselves in that don't really jive with correct movement. But just because the body needs to get in a position like that, it doesn't need to be doing it repetitively. And so what we try to do is we come back to finding the areas of the spine that disallow that full functional movement. And once we can treat them, we use a combination of verbal, tactile, visual, and auditory cues to try to retrain the patient to really use their body correctly through repetitious movement. And over the course of time, when those joints have an opportunity to heal up and we retrain the person to use their body to their advantage instead of fighting gravity and fighting other areas that have been compensating for them for a while, that person is able to heal and therefore become less symptomatic. And so we learn a bad habit by repetition. We also learn to correct movement patterns through good repetition and therefore promote healing and pain relief. Yeah. Uh, now, Chris, let me ask you, your your patients, they come to you usually because of pain? Yes, very so, frequently. So if they come to you because of pain, how long does it usually take for someone to begin to feel better and how often do they need to come to therapy and see you to get to that point? Well, everyone is different and everyone is an individual. And I think that that's something we share commonly as a discipline in physical therapy. And so therefore, sometimes people will take longer to feel better and truly heal the injury to their back more so than others. And so because of many factors, such as what was the personal person's general health status like before we saw them, or how long has their problem been present? How compliant is the person going to be with their quote unquote PT homework? so to speak. So there's a bunch of other factors. There are general comorbidities. Based on these factors, typically we'll see people experiencing some pain relief within two to three visits. Oh, good. Um, Generally, they'll actually begin to heal up to that point that they are becoming far less symptomatic. And then the training aspect of what we teach takes more time. And that a lot of it is dependent upon the person's lifestyle. How fast paced are they when they move out of life? Do they have an ability to somewhat slow down and really focus on what they're doing to retrain their body in a building block fashion to make them ready for more high level activities? So what we hope for is typically we can try to get a person appropriate for discharge in about five to six visits. And so using that unique approach to treat spine dysfunctions, we see our patients once every two weeks or so. So this approach that Tom Boers brought. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. That's fantastic. Now, how do patients access Hamilton Spine Health and Sport? I mean, a lot of people are listening and say, "We, I need to do that. How can they get in touch with you guys? Well, anyone that wants to see our clinic, they first just need to obtain a medical referral from their physician, and that can be either an MD or DO. 
They can also have a referral from a physician's assistant or a nurse practitioner, um, and they can have their provider fax the referral to us, and we can call them back to schedule it when we receive the fax, or they can call and schedule it themselves as long as they have the referral in hand. Our phone number, is, if anyone wants to write it down, is 706-529-3686. Chris, it was great seeing you. I'm so glad you stopped in, and it's, it's wonderful to have you with us. I'm glad you were here. Thank you. It's great to be here. Appreciate it. For more information or an appointment at Hamilton Spine Health and Sport, call 706-529-3686 or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash spine and sport. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. 